dab me a hello. You dab me. You dab me. You dab me a hello. You dab me. You dab me. You dab me a hello. You dab me a hello. Hello, I am RJ with Mike and Andy. Top Nemo song episode. How y'all doing today? I don't know. I'm feeling not very emo with this house music in the background. I just chose a random song. I chose wrong. I chose wrong. Definitely not setting the mood for the episode, but I like Sorry, it. How about this one? Andy, how you feeling? <laughs> you look a little sad. <laughs> the angel from my nightmare. The shadow in the background of the morgue. I don't know. I'm just doing some cool emo. <laughs> that was good. The unsuspecting he was reading that um, off I, of someone's live journal. Listen, Dead I'm journal. committed. I'm committed to this show. I'm committed to this episode. I'm committed to this bit, which is for anybody who's never seen this show and is tuning in. Um, look at other episodes because this is not normal. <laughs> but I feel Andy like... does not normally look this delicious. <laughs> and uh, and you're missing a piece of the. Pu- you're missing a piece of the puzzle, though. You're. Your lights in the room are still on. You need to. I know. I was gonna. Tur- I was gonna turn it black. <laughs> then you won't be able to see anything. Uh, perfect. It would just be a voice from the void. My Gosh. my eye col- my eye color mixed with the eyeliner is just. I look dead. <laughs> I'm already pasted. Uh, hello, side. Jordan. How are you? Glad you're tuning in. Hello. One of our fans who's home on a Friday night. <laughs> yeah. I would hope that's, so. That's, that's because yet. he's a child. Uh, <laughs> and he is in bed. Yeah, so we will try to be careful because most of these songs are about loving people so much that you're willing to die for them um, <laughs> in pretty gruesome ways. So we'll talk about that. But um, yeah, I'm excited. I think this is one of the things and we talked about this. Um, there are so many good emo bands and emo songs, uh, Screamo, Emo, all that deal that I could literally do episode after episode on just this topic. Um, there are bands on this that didn't even make this list that I think we could do a whole episode on. Um, and we'll talk about that later for sure. Cause I have plenty uh, that didn't make this list. Thank you, Mike and Andy for those. various. Uh, uh... Excuse me. Excuse me. I omitted some of my favorite bands because I didn't think you guys even listened to them. So, well, that doesn't seem fair. You should throw them in. Cause all of a sudden I might be like, Oh, I forgot all about that band. Well, we'll talk about it later. Throw yeah, throw one out there. Who like, who didn't yeah. you who didn't you include in this? Stat, static static lullaby. Okay, I've heard of them. I don't know them though, so I wouldn't. Have yeah. Okay. Them. So yeah. <laughs> back to square one. <laughs> I, I will say there's a few songs on this list that I wasn't completely familiar with prior to us picking it, and then listening to it, I was like, yeah, I dig that, and I, I put it on on my list. So, uh, I mean, I. So like, you know, in high school, I had a lot of friends who were into the emo scene stuff. It wasn't really my thing, but like RJ, you, a couple of other of our friends played a lot of these bands and, and got me into them. And some of the, the groups that are on this list, like their albums are still ones that I continuously listen to in rotation um, all the time. And just, I love the music. So um, I just, yeah. Uh, dress appropriate for the for the scene. <laughs> yeah i mean i i listened i was a big lincoln park fan early in uh high school and when i met our friend dean 
he was the one who kind of just yeah. fed me so much uh, the emo screamo scene with Thursday and AFI and Taking Back Sunday and Brand New and Cursive and all these bands. And I remember we would take drives and Andy, you were, you were there. Like we would take drives with, uh, you know, our friends, Doug or Dean, and we would just scream songs uh, for drive. We wouldn't even be going anywhere. We'd windows just be down. driving around screaming. <laughs> yeah. Windows down, roll up next to somebody else and be screaming our hearts out. Um, I don't know if we were scaring I, people or not, but it was, I, it was fun. I still remember that, that store funky stuff. Um, oh yeah, we were, a, we were at a red light, and RJ and Dina just like screaming at the top of their lungs, and must have been like a workout for a cigarette break. Is laughing hysterically <laughs> at us. <laughs> I remember we went to we were going to a concert, uh, Yellow Card actually. Uh, it was me, uh, Dean. Uh, there was somebody else, maybe Alex, um, and uh, this girl Serena, and we were driving down to Yellow Card at URI. Serena had never been in the car with the screaming people and so dean and i like had the used the whole way to uh uri screaming as loud as we could um luckily that did not scare her away but uh we did go to yellow card and something corporate that night so that was a pretty sweet show um but yeah hey if you're if you're if you're here with us tonight and you're like oh man i've never even heard of emo uh i, I don't know what's going on uh we're gonna introduce you to some really good songs i think tonight yeah. Um, and I would definitely go out and, and look at these, listen to some of these. Uh, I know a lot of our fan base, um, you, you enjoyed a lot of the uh, top 60s rock, um, you know, the 70s rock. Uh, we, we did an 80s pop and stuff. Um, this is just another subset of music that, that um, you know, I think everyone will love uh, something on this list. Um, so, yeah, so check them out if you haven't. I think Andy has a, a playlist on Spotify that we'll share with this episode uh, mm -hmm. later. Um, so you guys can go check it out. But uh, yeah, and and, uh, and for those folks that you were saying that enjoy the 50s and 60s music episodes, you may have heard some of these songs coming from your children's bedrooms when they slam the door <laughs> after you get into an argument. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and now, so I, I have to admit, I uh, so I, I I watch TikTok quite a bit. I, I don't have TikTok videos or anything like that. I'm not that you know cringe. Yeah, but not yet. Um, I'm I'm watching the the TikToks and I'm realizing. We're called elder emos. Uh, the kids these days are like, you know, they're like, oh, listen to this classic emo screamo songs that my parents listened to when they were kids. And I was like, no, they didn't listen to it when they were kids. I'm, I listened to it when I was a kid. And then I realized their parents are my age. Well, some of these songs came out in 2003, 2002. So people were born yeah. that year. Did you know that? Yeah. 2003, yeah. 2002. So some yeah, of these songs are, are almost 20 years old. And that yeah, makes me feel people bad. were born after 9 11. Like, that's, yeah, I don't know why, but they were, and I now they're know. 20 years old. It's ridiculous. I know it's weird. Yeah, time marches uh, and, on, and it's it, it is weird, right? But then we all have kids that were born in like 2011, 12, and 14, and like that's not weird. But kids who were born in like 2003, <laughs> what's that about? Yeah, like 2000 sense. to like. 2005 like no one should have been born <laughs> that's right like everybody should just went celibate and he just wishes and he wishes there was no pregnancies in those five years the earth was in uh, turmoil no Andy, there had to be because it was emo screamo music like this so people that's right trying right. to get pregnant that's right. those, mm -hmm. but those birth years just don't seem right when you see someone write that down I was like that's not that's not a real date my wife is working happened. with someone who was born in like 99 Oof. and like this dude is like out of college like uh, he's like got a good job better job than i had when i was out of college 
And this dude was like, yeah, I was born in 1999. She's like, oh, gosh. <laughs> Man, people who were born in the year I was in high school, it's just weird to me. But anyways, hey, if you're listening and you're born in those years, we love you and we're glad you're watching. Uh, and we're glad you were born in those years, even though Andy mm. didn't make it seem that way. But <laughs> No, I didn't say I wanted. I just... I'm playing the character today. I mean, oh, man. Andy, well, hey, Andy's the anti-hero today. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, here we are, guys. We've got uh, quite a list here. Uh, we've got everything from Until the Day I Die, uh, story of the year, if I can remember right, uh, all mm -hmm. the way down to Misery Business by Paramore. Now, I know there's going to be a lot of talk tonight about what is emo music, what is screamo music, what is uh, not emo music. I know a lot of people would hate us for saying certain bands are in this category. Um, and so this is really just opinionated. Uh, at the end of the day, a lot of these bands uh, dabble in other genres as well. I'm sure Paramore is probably uh, more dance pop rock now. Uh, Under Oath is metal and hardcore at times. But uh, Under Oath's A Boy Brushed Red Living in Black and White could not be a more emo song. So uh, that's why that's on this list. Um, there are other bands. Chevelle, The Red, is probably more just straight hard rock. But The Red, man, that's an emo song. So we included it. So Very uh, a lot of, lot of really good songs, bands. There are plenty that we missed out on. Um, and I think maybe in season four, we'll do a remix of this one for sure. Um, maybe even hit up like top emo bands at some point and just kind of throw it all in there. Because there are some bands in here that are my favorite bands of all time and didn't make this list. So um, anyways. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Well, here we are. Thank you guys again for tuning in. It's a Friday night, man. I know there's a lot of people that got some good plans. Uh, and so I thank you. It yeah, is. This, yeah. This you could have been, been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. That's right. Oh, man, I, I should have posted that I was going to dress up and that would have brought more people in. That's true. Mm -hmm. Or, so guy or not. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> you can't oh, see, man, but I'm wearing cool. tight black jeans with a white belt right now. You <laughs> <laughs> can't see it. You're wearing pants? Uh, yeah. That's a first. Oh, hey, I don't have hey. it with me. But I tried Nitro Pepsi today. And it was it. amazing. Uh, Nitro Pepsi Vanilla Draft. You literally open it. It like has this Guinness beer sound. And you pour it into a glass hard. And it's got a foam, like this much foam. It's super creamy. It's so good. You got to check it out. So I got it at Dollar General. Uh, thank you, <laughs> oh, Dollar General. I was just there the what other a, day. What a sponsorship. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Dollar General, for sponsoring this episode. Oh. It was free. thought we were talking about Pepsi, <laughs> we just, but okay. We just right. lost like, three people. We lost, we lost <laughs> viewers. They're like, Dollar General? No. I they kill animals. Mm. Do they? Anyways. No. I, I made that up. I mean, allegedly. maybe. I have no idea. Allegedly. I buy allegedly. stuff. I don't. <laughs> allegedly. I do not. I do not look too deep into any company because I'll be disappointed with all of them. So I just sure. and and buy stuff wherever I want. Um, but here mm -hmm. we are. Let's get into it. Let's do it. We've got story of the year until the day I die versus my chemical romance. I'm not okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna kick this off, and I'm gonna go with until the day I die. Really? Okay. Okay. I see mm -hmm. you. This song has been stuck in my head for the past two weeks, ever since we came up with this list. Now, I'm not going to, right, allegedly, I'll say that prior. <laughs> um, story of the year, I put them in a category with Trapped, where no. I just feel like if you like these bands, I just probably won't like you. You're doing so it all I, wrong. I don't know. It's that, that similar rock to me. 
headstrong sounds exactly like until the day I die. Wow. So I just, I'm not okay for sure. Well, well I know that, but that <laughs> you won't be okay when I pick until the day I die. I feel like we just kicked out the most emo band of all time. Well, that's true. Well, yes, but no. They literally Until the Day I Die is literally the most emo song on this list (laughs) from a lyrical standpoint. I mean, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Um, Hey, I'm not okay. My Chemical Romance. They're a rock band from Newark, New Jersey. You might know the vocalist Gerard Way. Um, uh, You might know a bunch of other songs from them as well. This is obviously... Uh, one of my favorites from them, but uh, they have so many off, uh, you know, Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge or The Black Parade. Uh, the Black Parade being, I think, a huge song, but I was a little, yeah. I got out of their music by then. So Welcome to the Black Parade, uh, I know, but it wasn't as big as I'm Not Okay for me. Yeah, I this, actually uh, like the other one better. What, what Welcome to the Black Parade? Yeah. It's a good song. I mean, it's an epic, isn't it? At the, it's where they tried to do that epic uh kind of rock opera thing with that song right it's very slow like in the beginning kind of then just it's got multiple parts yeah yeah i I was never a huge my chemical romance fan um i think because they might have been a little too emo for me um back when this music was popular i wasn't really into it i was more into like death metal and, and the stuff i listen to now still um but I did like story of the year at the time because they have a little bit of heavy metal in mixed in with the emo. They're a little heavier. Um, but I mean, listening to the song, I get why it's popular. It's really catchy. Um, it almost didn't even make the radio. The record label didn't even want to release it as a single. Um, they didn't even really like the song and the record at all. Uh, when they, when the label first heard it, they were like, nah, this song's not going anywhere, but the band decided to push it. Uh, obviously it became a huge hit it was like number four on the billboard rock charts or something crazy like that um so what do those labels know those those boomers didn't know what they were talking about (laughs) so a big piece of emo is of course the lyrics and so with all of these songs i i kind of dug in as to like the lyrical content and picked out some of the the most emo lyrics (laughs) And this this one starts it off. Well, if you wanted honesty, that's all you had to say. I never want to let you down or have you go. It's better off this way. For all the dirty looks for photographs your boyfriend took, remember when you broke your foot jumping out the second floor. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not okay. (laughs) Uh, That album, by the way, is from Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge. And uh, there's another song on there. It's probably my favorite song of theirs altogether called The Ghost of You. So if you haven't heard that, go check that out. The Ghost of You, uh, super awesome song. Uh, and again, very emo. But uh, moving on, uh, we've got uh, three. A dog no. is crying like it's emo. Yeah. <laughs> it's going outside. <laughs> we have uh, The Kill uh, by uh, 30 Seconds to Mars versus I Miss You by Blink-182. All right. Which so Blink-182, you don't really... Sometimes we want to consider yeah, really so, emo, but this song. So yeah. I, I should have asked, are, are we picking the song that we like better or the song that's more emo? I mean, it's, it's really, it's <laughs> always our like opinion. There. It's always our opinion. Yeah. So I, I would go with like, uh, you know, for me, I thought that the kill had a more emo sound. I thought they had a more emo screamo thing that I miss you. Blink-182 being a little bit more pop punk most of their, their career um but i miss you with that dude's voice there's a t-shirt have you guys ever seen the t-shirt 
mm-hmm. of the uh, of the chorus because he mm-hmm. sings it so oddly. Um, that's a great one. So it's hard for me, but I think I'm going to go with the kill by uh, 30 seconds to Mars. What do you think, Andy? Are you oh, torn? Easy. No, I'm not. It's, oh, it's okay. Kill. Yeah. Kill. Oh, you yeah, go with I, the kill. Uh, okay. I yeah, I I know I would get in trouble if I chose the kill over. I miss you because Blink One Eighty Two is my wife's favorite band, but uh, I am a fan of Blink One Eighty Two after Tom DeLonge left. I do not like Tom DeLonge's voice. Uh, that that is the chorus that you are alluding to there, RJ, on the T-shirt. Uh, Don't waste your time <laughs> on me. You're already the voice inside my head. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jared Jared Leto is such an amazing uh, frontman. I don't know how he is as a person. I've heard mixed things, but he's a great vocalist. Really, you've so, heard mixed things? Oh, okay. Yeah, I've heard mixed things. I think I haven't heard anything. Oh, so I think, I think you could hear mixed things about just about anybody in this. It's world. true. You'll hear mixed things about me just in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, um, yeah. Sorry, yeah, wife. I, Andy. Yeah. So, so an acoustic song by Blink One Eighty Two, which is a little mm-hmm. different. Very uncommon. Um, let's look at some email lyrics. Sorry, I said some at the beginning, um, but the angel from my nightmare, the shadow in the background of the morgue, the unsuspected victim of darkness in the valley. Mm. Um, you guys might know Blink-182. If, if you don't know this song, you might know them from other things like all the small things. What's my age again? Um, they've been around since what? Early 90s? Yeah. Uh, maybe 92. Still doing their thing, I think, right? Super retro. Yeah, they're still around. Um, and didn't didn't one of the dudes? I think Hoppus just confirmed he had uh, cancer. Nope, uh, he's in, in remission. Oh, he's in remission. Awesome. Yeah, cool, cool. Um, and then didn't the other guy? Didn't the drummer get in a plane crash or something? He did. Yeah, I, I heard. Yeah. I actually after the plane crash, I think they did like some sort of small documentary on his first plane ride since, and it was like a huge deal. Obviously, I wouldn't get in another plane if it crashed. I wouldn't, man. <laughs> yeah, and and Tom left the band, so you've got Matt Skiba from. Oh, okay, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, from uh, why am I drawing a blank? Is that uh, the name of the band? No, no, no. He's in another popular uh, vagrant. Nope. Alkaline Trio. Alkaline Trio. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so you Matt took Tom's cool place. Alkaline Trio. That was another Dean band, but I couldn't get into them. So yeah, they're pretty. Good. Um, they're pretty good. But yeah. All right, hey, here we are. Moving on. We've got uh, Yellow Cards, Ocean Avenue versus Chevelle, uh, The Red. Chevelle. Uh, these Ball. are actually Chevelle. the first two bands that I uh, that I can say I've seen live on this this uh, episode so far. Yellow Card I saw back in 2004 with something corporate and less than Jake. And Chevelle I saw with Disturbed uh, and Taproot. Uh, so that oh, was Taproot. That's a throwback. Mm-hmm. So where are we, guys? Ocean Avenue or The Red? Chevelle for me. The Red. I'm going to go with that whole record uh, is good. I'm going to go with yellow card ocean Avenue. Cause that ocean Avenue is my favorite and really only album that I like from them. Uh, there is an album prior to that, that I like a bunch of songs off of, but ocean Avenue is good. Top to bottom. Um, I'm going to go with. Oh man. Uh, this is a tough one. Um, don't do it. I'm gonna go with the song yeah. that's in my head right now, and that's yeah. Ocean. No, no, it's, it's Chevelle. Chevelle. No, what? So you're doing the red? Yeah, and the fact that I can't find my notes on Yellow Card. <laughs> <laughs> 
So that has a little bit to do with it too. But um, you can't choose yeah. them because you don't know what to I, say. I right. I don't like yellow card. I get why people like yellow card. I guess um, because they're the Ocean Avenue yellow card's great. I mean, you have the violinist guy that would do backflips off the the drums. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird show. though. That's weird. That's so I don't. Cool. What do you mean? Like the last time I remember a violin and music being cool, like in popular music, it was when Tracy Bonham was like. Popular. Is every <laughs> time they bring one out? What do you mean? <laughs> okay. Oh my word. Okay. When they bring a violin out, I'm like legit, legit band. That's it. You're good to go. How does Ocean Avenue go? Oh yeah, no, it's I don't know. I forgot. Yeah, see, you make it sound cooler than it is, but the guitar part's not that cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it is cool. It's a good song. It's a good song. I didn't uh, say it was a bad much. song. I, I like this so much I didn't do any notes on it. Uh, wow. <laughs> but all right. Um, well, first off, we have to we have to talk about the fact that pretty much after Ocean Avenue album. Uh, which I think was like 2003 or so. Yeah, it was like um, their I don't like album, them right? anymore. They changed their sound. Um, they kind of did some other stuff. But like when Ocean Avenue was out, I mean, they went on a tour with something corporate. Um, they were uh, they had that song Ocean Avenue, Way Away, Only One, uh, which is super super emo. Um, so, anyways, I, I, I like them a lot, and, and I do like um, uh, the violinist. Super cool. I think the problem with this song is it's not emo enough. Because the song isn't about a relationship with a girl. The song is actually about reminiscing uh, when they used to hang out and just write music. And I mean, that's, that's still pretty, pretty much it. Though. I don't know if that's emo because they're talking about having a good time. Like, <laughs> yeah. Remember when we used to have a good time? Yeah. Remember because we don't have it anymore. Yeah. We now they just that. have a bunch of money and fans. Yeah, that's so sad. <laughs> well, let's look at some of the, the most emo lyrics of this song. If I could find you now, things would get better. We could leave this town and run forever. Let your waves crash brilliant. down on me and take me away. Sounds like a Bruce Springsteen song. Get this What's out up, of Timothy? here. You like my, <laughs> you like my look? <laughs> he loves this it. is just me on a normal Friday night. That's right. We don't usually record on a Friday. Andy, well, hey, if, you, if you're just joining us, here is our is our top emo songs chart. We are currently heading into Under Oath, a boy breast red living in black and white versus Hawthorne Heights, Ohio is for lovers. Uh, by the way, uh, cheap plug. Uh, if you uh, are uh, a fan of Ohio is for lovers, I do have a cover of that on YouTube. Check it out, RJ Gunn, Ohio is for lovers. Uh, it's very good. It's very piano-y and emo-y, uh, so go check it out. But that being said, Under Oath, A Boy Brushed Red, Living in Black and White, faux show. Mm. Now, Andy, is this one of the songs that you don't know very well? I feel like you don't know Under Oath very well. I might be wrong. I don't know Under Oath very well. Um, and this song didn't really do it for me. Oh, um, wow. Okay. It was okay, but it, as as far as like on this list, uh, I got to go with Ohio is for Lovers. I'm not sure anything <clears throat> beats the lyrics of Ohio is for Lovers for emo stuff. I think Under Oath might be too screamy for Andy. Which oh, is because our next stuff. single, our next single is yeah. very under. Is a screamo. So, oh, I just realized the the relevancy here. We probably should have yeah, played that's it. Why I, that's why. Yeah, I didn't under think. Under of it. Sorry. <laughs> uh, by the way, I said under oath. Uh, Andy has said yeah. Hawthorne Heights. So, where do you stand, Mike? Yeah, un under oath all the way. This is actually the song that got me into them. So, 
under yeah. a super emo yeah. album for such a hardcore band. The actual album is super emo, uh, yeah. in my opinion. Um, they get super, they get harder in the the coming album. I think mm-hmm. it was Define the Great Line uh, was the next one. Yeah, uh, which is probably one of the better albums of all time. Well, um, but not to get too much into detail, but this was the first record with Spencer um, because Dallas had left the band, oh. and the two records before this one were like blackened or like Christian blackened deathcore, some weird <laughs> genre. Um, yes, this is the second Christianish band we've had on the album with uh, Chevelle. Uh, being right. the other one, Christian's in a band. I think Chabelle still is, however, under oath, obviously, went they the are. other way. Uh, but uh, but they were super Christian for a while. They they, yes. they would do the whole like, hey, let's talk about Jesus right after we screamed this song. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't true. even think Chabelle did that much. Um, so I saw yeah. under oath in a nightclub in Vermont uh, along with uh, Norma Jean uh, and Jean. Um, uh, somebody else that I can't remember. But uh, it was a great concert. Great concert. Great. So hey, let's talk about uh, Ohio is for Lovers. Andy, I know you got a line from this song because it's probably one of there's, the most emo lines ever. There's there's so many. Uh, <laughs> so I wrist and black my eyes. Uh, yes. You never stop until my final breath is gone. I mean, there. This whole like every single line is just super emo. Uh, I sure. feel like they just said, "Hey, let's come up with as many emo lines and make a song." Yeah, and it's it's considered is. an emo anthem. Um, I've never and, even heard of an emo and, anthem. But an emo, well, it. I mean, read the lyrics, yeah. Um, <laughs> but the 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 funny thing is, they wrote this song, and this is the most emo reason to write a song. All of the members of the band uh, were away from all of their respective girlfriends, uh, so they were sad. So they wrote a song about it. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. This is from the band. Um, so the song was kind of like, hey, it's going to be a really rough year, girlfriends, because we're going on tour. Um, <laughs> and they were from Ohio. And so that's why it's Ohio is for lovers. The explanation mm. of that was players. They'd be really sad. I mean, I, that yeah, wasn't exactly word for word. That was kind of verbatim. No. But uh, I like it. There you go. Sad song. Well, like it. Uh, it looks like uh, <laughs> Hawthorne Heights actually sadly lost their uh, rhythm guitarist uh, in 2007. Actually, died on the tour bus, which is kind Ouch. of crazy. Um, it was an it was an accident, uh, but uh, he had passed away in 2007. They actually wrote a song uh, about it uh, and put it on their their next album, um, and I think they might have had another one too. But um, they're still doing their thing today. They just released uh, the Silence and Black and White album again, mm-hmm. uh, and they did acoustic versions of uh, this song and uh, Nikki FM, which is another one of my favorite uh, songs. From oh, me. I forgot about that song. That's good. But yeah, that's it. Moving on. Moving on. We've got Jimmy Eat World, The Middle, versus Emery, Walls. Walls. It's Walls. I'm yeah, Walls. <laughs> Man, I, I, mean, my whole I, I don't think, uh, yeah, uh, Emery is uh, one of my favorite bands uh, of all time. Uh, Timothy uh, can vouch for that as well. And, and Mike, um, who both like Emery uh, a ton as well. My um, cat is named Emery. I love oh, there that you band. go. Yeah. I've tried to name numerous children and animals Emery, and it just didn't happen. <laughs> uh, when we had our, our cat before this, I said, let's name it Emery. And my daughter was like, oh, Emily? And we named it Emily. Perfect. Um, but it was supposed to be Emery. So, uh, Andy, I uh, assume you would have chosen the middle based on your name. 
I guess. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I really enjoy this song. Um, I wasn't super into Jimmy Eat World when it first came out. This this was a, a big hit for them. Um, you it's know, like the breakout. One. Yeah. Number one on the modern rock chart in 2001. Number five on the Hot 100 in, in that summer of 20, uh, 2002. Um, so it was all it was all over the place. Music video. I still vividly remember the music video. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't until like probably within the last maybe, I don't know, five to ten years when I was like, I kind of refound Jimmy Eat World and I started listening to that album. And I was that the sweetness is another song that I really mm-hmm. enjoy. Um, so yeah. And then, uh, this song is about, uh, I guess they got an email from a young fan who wrote that she didn't fit into the punk scene. <clears throat> and so she said that she just wasn't punk enough for them. And they said, Hey, don't write yourself off yet. It's only in your head. You feel left out or looked down on. <laughs> so there's not, that really is like what they said. Email. Yeah. There's not really two <laughs> email, uh, lyrics, but this is kind of like an uplifting song, you know? Um, so maybe a little bit different, but they have some really good songs. So I I was I wasn't a huge Jimmy Eat World fan, but uh, that Bleed American album uh, has that song "Hear You Me" on it, which is an amazing song. Uh, Sweetness, the middle, a praise chorus, uh, Bleed American, um, and then I really love Pain uh, from their next album uh, from Futures. Um, so they have a, a lot of good songs yeah, that I really like, they, but I was just never into like buying one of their albums. Yeah, they're not a band that I got into until. Uh, my wife, you know, listen to them more. And my, more. Wife. my wife. My yeah. um, wife. And and I've come to respect them a lot more. Um, and even hearing a lot of bands, even even um, Under Oath, uh, cites Jimmy Eat World as one of, and Emery even uh, will cite them as one of their key influences um, because of the way they kind of changed, I don't want to say popular rock, but, you know, they, they kind of, simplified things um you know if you listen to music that was on the radio at the time everything was like super heavy and you know hard rock and all this kind of stuff and then jimmy world came in kind of out of nowhere and you know broke through um but still you know you got a song like this that's super duper popular um and uh the singer jim uh adkins you know didn't think the song was going to be that popular because it was overly simplistic um it was kind of repetitive and he didn't even think it was going to take off that much uh but you know here we are talking about it because it is super duper popular so uh interesting too uh jimmy world actually uh was the first uh, major success on the out on the uh, uh fueled by ramen uh record label yep um, which then later uh, ended up having a ton of success after that. Currently, they still have All Time Low, um, Nate Roos, Paramore, Panic at the Disco, 21 Pilots. Um, but they're responsible, you know, for for releases from, you know, Cute is What We Aim For, Fall Out Boy, Dashboard, uh, Slick Shoes, Travi McCoy. Uh, just a ton of really, really good bands. Uh, great. It was a great record label. Is Fueled by Ramen the one where they put out five singles for a dollar? Oh, I don't know, know. Actually, that might be. That was a ramen joke. If you can't get it. Oh wow! Because you get five five packs of ramen for. I'm just too fancy for ramen. I didn't. I didn't get it either. I didn't get it. Well, no. When I was buying ramen, it was ten for a dollar. Right. Inflation. (laughs) When it went to twenty-five cents, I was like, "Are you kidding me? This is super expensive." I gotta work twenty-five cents for noodles. Now it's like a dollar twenty-five. But anyways, hey, here we are. Next up, AFIs. (laughs) 
<laughs> and he's gone. And he's done. <laughs> uh, we have AFIs. Hey, there you are. You look sad. You're okay? I did, yeah. My, my screen went out for a second. I don't know what happened. Did your internet cut out? Because it's emo. That was an emo joke. Yeah, I gotcha. gotcha. AFI, silver and cold versus taking back Sundays, cute without the E. I am in an emotional chamber here with AFI and taking back Sunday. I'm very upset about this. An emo chamber. These are two of my favorite uh, bands from that time frame. So this is going to be tough for me. This, this is super easy for me. It's silver and cold. Oh, it's taking okay. taking back Sunday for me. What? Why what? are you gonna do that to me? What? Because this isn't my favorite AFI song. What's your favorite AFI song? It's got to be off uh, "Sing the Sorrow." It Don't is off "Sing the Sorrow." Don't give yeah. me that December underground crap. That's not a bad record. It is. Podcast. It's not. I like that. I like it, but it's not "Sing the Sorrow." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, I. This is a song that you sang constantly. I did. I did. But it's because and they karaoke. didn't have cute without the E at karaoke. You sang um, it in karaoke. You sang it in the, the GD car constantly. <laughs> I got it's into a great AFI song. because of you and Dean. And I know, but kicking Taking Back Sunday out of an emo me. list. Now look at seems... me. You owe me this. <laughs> you kind of look like you did, too. Um, you know. My inspiration today. It's this is really tough for me. It's not. Um, it's so. It good. is. AFI sing the sorrow is probably one of the best albums front to back. One but so is Taking Back Sunday's cute without the e. It's not. Uh, or Taking Back Sunday's. I think Kate's trying to remind us that AEW's on right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not until later. Rampage is oh, at right, ten. Right. Right. Uh, right let's man. speed this up then. I'm gonna go with Taking Back Sunday. Hey. Yeah, I'm sorry, Andy. I, it really does hurt me because honestly, AFI Sing the Sorrow again, probably one of the best albums of the emo screamo time frame. Not that it's not around now, but no one cares about the bands now. Um, okay. Your sins are into me, my beautiful. One. <laughs> your sins into me, all my beautiful wonder. This is the song where he goes, Oh, like a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is. I know, I know. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I, 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 I like the... nothing against taking back Sunday, but AFI. I mean, is one of the here's best. the deal. Here's the deal. I didn't get into Emery until um, years after Taking Back Sunday, and the reason I liked Emery is because they did the double singing like Taking Back Sunday does. Um, so for me, Taking Back Sunday and Emery, I really like because of the layered harmonies and the layered vocals. Um, cute without the E is huge with that, especially towards the end. Mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, that whole album is great. Take it back. Sunday for me has turned into hot, hot garbage, like over the last, you know, last couple albums, but like this album louder now, um, are, are super knows. good albums. Amazing. Um, but this one, I would say both silver and cold and cute without the E come from two albums that there is not one bad song. Yeah. I agree. Um, sing the sorrow yeah. girls, not gray leaving song part two, silver and cold, not to mention none of the, like death of seasons is one of the best songs uh from why them all why didn't we put any of those songs on this list we had i was trying to go with the songs that were more popular <laughs> more popular from yeah. those because i mean people know cute without the e um silver and cold was a single um but honestly death 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 of seasons is probably their best song on that album not to mention if you remember at the yeah, end of that better. album they had a really really long song and then a break break of nothing silence mm-hmm. and then they come back and then and they that come song back. is probably one of the better songs yeah. on the album 
um, which I can't remember what it's called. Oh, this time imperfect. Uh, and they have that spoken word in like the middle of it with the old man creepily talking in the background. Like that's so. I used to listen to that. Like it's the. Um, this celluloid dream was another really good one. Dancing through Sunday, um, and then not to mention uh, the beginning with uh, CM Punk's uh, Ring yeah. of Honor theme song. Great album. Great People album. on the internet were like, "What the heck is this? I don't know. <laughs> what are they talking about?" He's yeah, just man. saying words. Stuff. Fallout Boy, Sugar, we're going down versus the used Taste of Ink. The used Taste of Ink by far. Andy doesn't okay. look like he knows what he wants to do. Sugar, we're going down swinging. <laughs> no, I'll be your number uh, one with a bullet. A loaded no, guy used Yeah, okay. That's what I was I was gonna say. I'll make this easy, Andy, and go with the used. But. Well, again, I think I think we chose a song that was popular because this is not one of my favorite used songs off that album or any album of theirs. Um the maybe memories. Um, a box of sharp objects is probably one of the best songs ever from the used, easily one of the most popular Fallout Boy songs, and one of my maybe least favorite songs ever. Maybe, maybe we shouldn't have done this, maybe <laughs> we should have done with the songs that we liked. Um, we're, down, we're going down. Um, I mean, I do too, I know, but I, it's not, I, I never bought a Fallout Boy album. Mm -mm. Oh, well, I have. Um, I they're definitely more pop be you know now but um i i mean the music video was was pretty cool when it came out uh they definitely had a an interesting sound a more mainstream sound i i enjoyed it um yeah i've been dying to tell you anything you want to hear it's just who i am this week <laughs> I mean, Fall Out Boy has Patrick Stump in it, um, who mm -hmm. is uh, did uh, some really cool songs with Jim Class Heroes uh, and Cobra Starship uh, as well. Um, and he wears I, that funny voice. hat. Yes, his voice yes. is ridiculously good, by the way. Yeah. He does. Have um, is that the one with the deer feet? Uh, yes. Deer feet at the end, yeah. Yes. Hey, uh, he did. Uh, what was that? What was that song he did with uh, with Jim Class Heroes? I can't remember. Um, yeah, uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. Oh, oh, Cupid's chokehold. He did Cupid's chokehold <laughs> with Jim Class Heroes, and then he came back with um, Close Off uh, from Jim <clears throat> Class Heroes as well. The cat. Uh, he also does you. some vocals with. Uh, uh, he does vocals with New Five Glory too on the King of Wishful oh, Thinking as well. Is, what is oh, going man. on here? Roger, is your baby okay? Uh, it's it's, it's not like a large. <laughs> They have uh, knocked over the plant over here a number of times. Uh, oh, great. So I'm kind of upset about it. But... These cats are bringing more entertainment than us. <sighs> it's Friday night, people. That's right. I don't know what to do with my hair. Well, next up, we have behind this uh, this thing here. I can't. I can't. Uh, oh, there we go. Uh, Beating Hearts Baby by Head Automatica versus Paramore's Misery Business. This is actually really tough. It is. I'm going to go with Paramore's Misery Business only because I actually like almost every album from Paramore. Um, and Head Automatica, I only know three songs from them. Um, I actually saw Head Automatica open up for Coheed and Cambria and Avenged Sevenfold. Um, and that's where I, I first heard uh, Beating Hearts Baby. And it's a great song. So good. Um, but Paramore has evolved and adapted. And their latest album with the dance pop stuff is probably their best album to date. Uh, yeah, one of my really favorite good. albums of the last couple of years. So uh, misery business for me, even though this is the song they don't play anymore because they don't like to down women. 
Yeah, they don't like the questionable language they used. Um, you know, before... Timothy, you got to go with more used, man. That first That's... used album, that is Emery all the way. Like that, just that good screamo stuff, man. Go check it out. <laughs> Sorry, Andy. I don't, I don't know what happened with my notes. I'm missing like half these songs. Um, before a couple weeks ago, when we came up with this list, my pick mm -hmm. had been Misery Business. But I'm going with beating heart, baby. Okay. All right. Hmm. It's okay. up to you, Mike. Yeah. Uh let's see. I don't know. I like both of these songs a lot, actually. Um Yeah, but don't you remember? I do. I remember that a lot. <laughs> I just thought it was too I do. My kids um, were making fun of Beating Hearts Baby today because of the fact that he goes "wow" in the background like 150 <laughs> times. Well, that's because that's, that's what he does in his other band. He sings for Glassjaw. So oh, I didn't that. know that. Yeah, he's the singer for Glassjaw. He oh. started he started Head Automatica when he started writing music that didn't fit hmm. the... I'll have to go back to Glassjaw. I don't know if I've ever yeah. heard them. Their new record's really good, actually. Uh, Worship and Tribute would be their most popular. Probably not your thing it's kind of weird sometimes it's not even my thing i have to be in the right mood to listen to it but uh i guess i just talked myself out of it so i'm gonna go with paramore <laughs> okay I, well, there you go yeah why not I, I i wasn't into head automatica like i had never the only time i heard of them was from a this rapper called cage who's a very emo type rapper uh, i was on deaf jokes um and he had this this song uh, I think it was called Scenester. He's talking basically about this girl who's just trying to fit into the scene, you know, the emo scene kind of a thing. And he's like, put me in your head automatica folders or something like that. Like <laughs> you listen to my songs essentially. Um, I loved, I, I love the, I guess the infliction of his voice in this song, like how mm -hmm. he sings this, like those little ad libs kind of in the back and, and stuff really make it for me um of course with the with the emo lyrics as well you know the beating of your heart baby in spite of you even out of you still i love you all of you <laughs> super like ooh. that's very emo that's very I, emo. I legit only know three songs from them i know this one uh and the razor uh which are off <laughs> the same album and then graduation day off of their uh, propaganda album but they do have a song called i shot william h macy which uh i do need to oh. go and listen to at some point and Andy like you would you would have, you would appreciate this uh this this band is Daryl from Glassjaw and Dan the Automator oh, Nakamura nice. yes nice so, well yeah. hey here we are we are in the top eight now uh until the day I die story of the year versus 30 seconds to Mars the kill hmm uh, I'm gonna go with the kill again uh with uh, 30 seconds to Mars and uh the Joker Right? Joker? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was the Joker. The one we don't talk about. Ah, man. I'm undecided. I'm like, <laughs> I don't think you can do that. that. I'll make it easy. It's the kill. All right. And the only the only reason I say that is because I like the record story of the year put out after this much better than Page Avenue. And hmm, I think Page Avenue is the only one I've ever listened to. Oh, the one after this was really good. What is the uh, name of the one after was, this? I, I don't recall. In the Wake of Determination? Yeah, that one. I don't know if I know anything off of that. 
Uh, uh, they had a couple singles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I know it. I don't think I've ever heard of anything off of that. Um, I, I also don't know a lot of Thirty Seconds to Mars. I'm just going off the song, and the kill is such a great screamo. So, like the screaming in that, so high pitched, super rough. I love it. It's great. Yeah, his his vocals are they're awesome. But we'll we'll we'll, we'll get there. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, story of the year. Guy. Sorry. Uh, on, a, on a unrelated note or related to Timothy's, I just tried to watch The Suicide Squad, which came out on HBO Max, and I mm-hmm. got through like the first 20 minutes and I stopped. Uh, John Cena's well, how, in it. Well, wait a minute. But when I watched 20 minutes of a of a game show, it's not enough. But You, can watch you couldn't get through the wall with singled okay, out hosts? Yeah. How Here we do you go not again. get through that? Yeah, it was literally a wall for me where I said enough is enough. And, <laughs> and you couldn't get through the wall. Chevelle. The red. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. RJ. Oh, sorry, if you die goodness. right now, you know that I die too. Super emo lyrics until yeah, the day I die. Too. This song has been in my head. I'll bleed uh, my heart for you. Uh, Andy, you remind me of the you. time when I wish I knew who I was. <laughs> Using the trailer for Friday Night Lights, it's still. I oh, I, I feel like it's still out and about. Like it's still a still popular song. So hit number twelve on Billboard. Number twelve. Yeah, Number 12, number 12. that's pretty popular pretty popular yes chevelle the red versus <laughs> under oath a boy brushed red living in black and white oh we have the color red oh that's in true both chevelle and under oath here uh, both oh it's the battle of the semi-christian bands <laughs> chevelle and under oath I'm still not convinced Aaron Gillespie is not completely Christian still. I feel like he's like hiding it a little bit so he can get back into Underoath. He's like, oh yeah, that Jesus, I kind of know him still. He's still, he's... Aaron's in the band? No, I know. I'm saying I think yeah. Aaron's in the band now and he's just going along with the whole we don't like Jesus thing. Oh, I don't. Uh, Dude I, came out with a worship album like a I think, year ago. I think Chill they're. Uh, I think they're all at the point where they're just amicable and they're friends and they're cool with whatever each other's beliefs are. They've been through some stuff. They have. Have you been, been watching the YouTube stuff. documentaries about the new album? I have not, but I I did uh, listen to a couple podcasts uh, from. I think Emery did a podcast on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a bunch of them on. So, but I'm gonna go with Under Oath, a boy brushed in red. I'm gonna go with the other color, the red. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> crimson. Sorry, <laughs> the crimson mask. Ruby. Um. Yeah. Sorry, Chevelle. Got to go with Under Oath on this I one. I was going to be outnumbered on this one. It's okay. Well, it's I like them both. To do. I Listen, own both of these records. The threat is real. Mm. When his sight goes red again. Mm. It's very emo. A song about a, a kid getting so angry, he literally sees red. Sees red. All right. Well, hey, uh, anything to say about Chevelle? Again, I saw them back in 2004-ish uh, with uh, Disturbed. Uh, and uh, on Loco and Taproot. It was way up in the uh, DCU Center area. I can't remember mm-hmm. what it was called. I want to say, I don't know if it was the DCU Center, but um, I went with my Walmart crew back in the day. <laughs> Man, 2004. Some people were born then, RJ. That's right. I know. Can you believe it? I didn't think there was anyone back born there. The of the episode for those of you just joining. They, um, <laughs> they used this song in a Kane's 2021 Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Did you say Kane? Cool. Kane. Yes. Kane. The big red machine. Oh, for real? Yeah. Not Taylor Swift's big red machine? 
That's a Good. record label. I know that sounded. Oh, awesome. okay. I didn't. I didn't, know that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that. <laughs> like, my, like my dog's big red. <laughs> it was the record label that she fought to get her music back from. With oh. Ron. Keep up, man. Keep up. I'm not up on my Taylor. You need list. to know your your pop music news. I think my guy liner is fading. Well, hey, Tristy, you made it just in time because we have Emery's The Walls, or just Walls, versus oh. Cute Without the E, Taking Back Sunday. This is a hard one, man. This is what I just said. The dual vocal harmony is at battle right now. But I have to say, Emery does it 100% better. The Walls. Oh, How does walls. The Walls go Why can't you see The Walls? Are you listening? Yeah, lis- listening. L-I-S-N-A-N-G. It's their fam- most famous song ever. Listening. Uh, it they is. do that song acoustic and it still rocks. So like, the acoustic That's the guitar. <laughs> it's walls, though, for me. Sorry, Andy. Well, clearly, since you guys can even hum me any words from cute with so no yeah. it's it's uh it's oh man it's the uh your lipstick is called the girl father angel i know exactly what goes on all right i'm gonna go with the walls <laughs> uh yeah walls man uh emery is the band that literally they can do a full song screaming and then do a fully acoustic set that sounds country and uh, just vocal harmonies everywhere and it's almost ju- i mean it's just as good if not better um, they've come out with multiple versions of songs over the last 20 years that are better than the last. Like, it's just so good. Um, Emery, Walls, moves on. Oh, I knew Let's I talk about Taking Back Sunday. Uh, I knew once once you guys were like, oh, we've got to get Emery on this list. I was like, forget about everybody else. Like, so, um, Well, you know, maybe. I, I, you know, I, I guess if we're going to talk about, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's tough. Um, but Taking Back Sunday is known for one of the most emo lines in any song ever. And it is from uh, uh, You're So Last Summer off of the same album as Cute Without the E. They say, um, uh, I'll do what I got to, uh, the truth. The truth is you could slip my throat. And with my one last gasping breath, I'd apologize for bleeding on your shirt. That is the most emo line it's very ever. Emo. I won't go over my emo lyrics. I was like, <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> His are um, more emo than yours. Yeah. I mean, it's about his, he finds out his girlfriend's cheating on him and he's confronting her. Yep. Uh, the, Take It Back Sunday, that album was the fight with Brand New. Uh, that was the one where mm-hmm. uh, they had, uh, what was it? Uh, There's No I in Team, uh, in which they take a portion of Brand New's song and actually sing it in the background of their song. Uh, brand new, however, has it won. I think at some point they basically say, I hope you drink and drive and die uh, in one of their songs. To hot, take take, back Sunday. hot take, I still like brand new better. Uh, yep. They do have better songs, but I think it. I know more Taking Back Sunday. But brand new's Jesus Christ is probably one of the best songs of all time. So good. Was, was so is Desert. Testament? What's that? <laughs> is that in the New Testament? Yeah. No, no. It is a great song, though. It's, it's I mean, First off, I, you know, yeah, whatever. I got nothing. Um, <laughs> thank you, Trista. Uh, someone's here for Andy's eyeliner. It's not me. But, yeah. uh, hey, we're in the last that. one here of the top eight. We've got the used Taste of Ink versus Paramore's Misery Business. Mm. 
Mm. Uh, I'm going with the used. Oh, this one's easier for me when I go with Paramore. Oh, wow. Okay. I told you guys when we were, when we were discussing the songs that I was never yeah. a huge used fan. Uh, cool, but have you guys. listened to the first used album? I have, yes. Because a box Quite. full of sharp objects on my own. <clears throat> best songs ever. It might be the only used album I've heard from beginning to end. For, from oh, beginning God. to end. They do change dramatically, though. If you want even like, I mean, they've got that uh, Bird and the Worm, which is a great album, too. Um, but yeah, I'm going with used. So, Andy, you're the you're the man here. Oh, so here I am. It's in my hands. And I'll savor every moment of this when I say the used is moving on. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I knew I could fit those lyrics in somehow. Man. <laughs> now, I can't say that I'm upset. Uh, uh, wait, I don't know if I said that right. I am upset. Uh, Paramore is a great band. Um, yes. Still yes. a great band. Uh, however, I've heard multiple, multiple talks about how basically the whole band quit on uh, Haley Williams uh, in the first uh, album. Um, because she's tough to deal with. I'm not sure if that's true. Um, but man, do they have so many singles that I like. I mean, you're, you're talking uh, everything from what we were just talking about to um, Hallelujah, Crush, 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 That's What You Get, um, The Only yeah. Exception, and then new stuff. Like, man, that new album, After Laughter, Hard Times, Told You So, Fake Happy, Rose Colored Boy, Caught in the Middle. They even have an album. They have a song on that album with Me Without You. Great, great stuff. So fun fact, Aaron from Underoath was their touring drummer while yes. Underoath was on hiatus. I did know that. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah. Hmm. And uh Paramore was nominated for the best new artist at the 2008 Grammy Awards. They did lose, however, to Amy Winehouse, but still hmm. just to be nominated. Um who's laughing now? Damn good. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, honestly, I think Paramore has gotten better with time. That After Laughter is their best album to date. Uh, and it sounds nothing like earlier Paramore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so good. Sounds a lot. But hey, here we are. Uh, we're in the top four. We have uh, 30 Seconds to Mars, The Kill. We have Underoath, A Boy Brushed Red Living in Black and White. We have Emery, Walls. And we have The Used, uh, Taste of Ink. Uh, but before we get into that, we've got something else as well. Uh, if you've been living under a rock, uh, <laughs> then you wouldn't know that it's time for dad jokes. Uh, this is the moment all my kid have been waiting for. This is a Mike uh, production. Uh, I think you're the one who came up with this idea, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and I apologize to everyone that uh, you have to endure this every single week because <laughs> these jokes are terrible. But we still or, enjoy it. We even do this uh, when we're not doing the show. That's we true. text dad jokes to each other. We will. Um, we, we only will... watch wrestling talking in dad jokes. That's right. We watch wrestling, uh, very similar to what you're seeing here, but with wrestling. Uh, and then we also just tell dad jokes and then tell tell the other people that we should have uh, saved that joke for the show because it's funnier than the actual jokes <laughs> we tell on the show. <laughs> so um, RJ's winning. I'm losing. Andy's in the middle. Um, yeah, I don't ah, know how we got just to this like point. Jimmy Eat World, I'm in the middle. Ah, that's right. Ah. So don't, don't count yourself off yet. All right, here we go. <laughs> this guy. Hey, hey, RJ. Hey. My my wife is depressed. I won't. My let wife. My, Sorry. <laughs> my wife's depressed. I won't let her color in my tattoos. She just wants a shoulder to crayon. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no? No? All right. Okay. All right. All right. It's okay. All right. RJ, you going to go? It's you, RJ. Oh, I'm second. I you didn't are... realize I was up here. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Uh, that joke. Okay, well, luckily I didn't vote for you then. Um, <laughs> so, man, two guys were in the park the other day playing chess. And one guy says to the other, hey, how do we make this more interesting? And so they stopped playing chess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> I uh, actually told that joke today. And <laughs> really? I enjoyed wow. it a lot. Yes. So I'm going to – I have to go with RJ on that one. Oh, come on. Okay. That's oh, kind of my joke was way better. <clears throat> it it might have been. <laughs> it, my joke was way better. Oh, good. My kid went to bed at a reasonable time. <laughs> all right rj you're up again man i am i'm i'm having a little trouble picking i need to make sure I, I do something good here um okay hey uh i don't know if i told you andy and i do music together but i'm also in another band uh it's called dyslexia uh we just released our greatest shit album it's great <laughs> i think you're gonna tell that one <laughs> i wasn't going to but i felt like i needed to really get out there with this <laughs> all right all right, I'll set my game up. We'll bleep it later. This. I apologize. <laughs> Just for this. That's fine. My kid's sleeping, so you know. if you have dyslexia, you didn't even hear it, so you're good. To That's go. right. That's right. All right. You're like, oh, great, is it out? I have jokes that are appropriate for today's episode. It's true. Hey, Mike, what yeah. do you call an emo acapella group? Self harmony. Word. <laughs> <laughs> much as i hate it i have i'm giving rj another point oh, <laughs> man. man man we need to like that we need to donate to write love on our arms after that. <laughs> all right all right andy hit me listen i don't agree with the jokes i just that's true <laughs> hey uh <laughs> oh they don't want to hear this one um hey how many emo kids does it take to screw in a light bulb? None. They all sit in the dark and cry. <laughs> Why didn't I go for emo jokes today? This is I missed. The I was I was going to, but I I thought we had probably heard them all at some point. Mm-hmm. I've heard the one Andy oh, no, just I said, found. but it's still funny to me. <clears throat> oh boy! All right. So you guys know I moved into a new place, so I've been unpacking. Um, but I can't find my Gone in 60 Seconds DVD. It was just here a minute ago. <laughs> oh, man. Um, this is a tough one. I, I've heard Andy's before. I've heard yours before, too. I liked your delivery, though, so I'm going to go Thank with you. Mike. On ah, let's go. I'm still in last place, though. Sorry, Andy. So, I apologize. So no help there. That's it. All right. Well, hey. We all we are there. in we are in the t- <laughs> we are in the top four. But before we get there, <laughs> we're in the top Guys. four here. We've got thirty seconds to Mars by the or the kill. Thirty wait the kill by the kill 30 by seconds thirty to seconds to Mars, to Mars yeah. versus mm-hmm. Under Oath. A boy breast red red. What is wrong with me? What? A boy brushed red, living in black and white. A boy's breast is red. <laughs> <laughs> in all fairness, uh, emo song titles from that era, uh, way too long. 
A lot uh, of ellipses. There's, there is not too long. Uh, if you listen to any Panic of the Disco, uh, mm. there's no such thing as too long. Mm. Ellipses and parentheses and uh, open and closed brackets. I just... I, I mean, can we them. talk about uh, Panic at the Disco is the only difference between martyrdom and suicide is press coverage? Or there's a good reason these tables are numbered, honey. You just haven't thought of it yet. Good albums. Good titles. But hey, Under Oath, 30 seconds to Mars. Where are we? I'm going with Under Oath. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm going to kill. <laughs> uh, you can't tell me any different that the kill is not... You need to go and listen to Define the Great Line uh, from Under Oath. That whole album's hot fire. I don't have to do anything besides. Yeah, not 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 really an emo record. It's more of like a post-hardcore record. But um, yeah, yeah. I uh, oh, this is tough because I was a Thirty Seconds to Mars fan before I was an Under Oath fan. Um, and and you know, uh, our boy from Monty's fan club uh, ended up being the bassist for Thirty Seconds to Mars. Oh, did not know that. Well, All I knew was the drummer is uh, his brother. I think he's and, still the bassist, actually. He had to take a break to come and do the uh, Monty's uh, reunion there. I don't I don't think so. I don't think they even... I think it's just Jared and Shannon now. And, like, some guy on the guitar. Well, let me look it up. So I that I can know. prove you wrong. Uh, no, know. you're right. Yeah, it's just I, two of them. Okay. Um, yeah, I follow them. On oh, wait, no. He is the current... No touring musician. oh okay. okay he is not in the band he's the touring bassist fair enough fair enough yeah well uh it's still under oath all right yeah we did all that talking about 30 seconds to mars for nothing Sorry, oh i mean let's talk about him uh steve aiello uh from monty ri uh is uh the uh, touring bassist he's also done a lot of work with mumford and sons cobra starship Rapture Ruckus uh, of Mice and Men, We Came as Romans, Anti-Flag, a uh, bunch of really, really good bands. Uh, born in Cranston, Rhode Island. So that's a pretty cool mm. pretty cool connection to 30 Seconds to Mars. And obviously we know about Jared Leto, who is also yep. a great uh, actor as well. Yeah. Uh, in a ton of stuff. American Psycho, Panic Room, um, Fight Girl Club. Interrupted, Fight Club, yeah. House of Gucci just recently, which I have not seen. Um, and he played a transgender woman in Dallas Buyers Club as well, which I haven't seen as well, but I heard oh, it was yeah. great acting. Uh, that, that's a really good movie, actually. Yeah, and th this song was uh, um, on the Billboard Modern Rock charts for 52 weeks. It's the longest running hit in Billboard Modern Rock history. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, you guys voted out. Yeah, we did. And and it and it it um dethroned Crossfade's song Cold, which was on That's a good song too, actually. Yeah, that is a good song. Uh that was I, on the Is that the uh, looking person. back at me? I yeah. see that I never really got it right. I'm just getting more stuff for the trailer mm. for next week. Right, that's right. It's gonna sting this whole way away. Mm -hmm. Uh the the lyrics basically are sentiment to what I feel right now. That's bury me, bury me. I am finished with you, and you do this. Well, the song hey. is um, is not about a relationship with someone else. It's a song about being in a relationship with yourself, confronting your fears and the truth about who you are. Cool. That doesn't sound very emo at all. No. Well, here we are. Emery Walls <laughs> versus the used Taste of Ink. This is about as bad for me right, as taking back Sunday in AFI. 
All right, that's good to hear because I was going to say let's just pull this Band-Aid off and get with it, but uh, it's a taste of ink for me. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Walls. Yeah, it's, it's Walls. It's Walls for me. <laughs> all right, well, well I hey, my there it is. For this one. <laughs> <laughs> so this is – Well, I mean the used. Let's, yeah. let's talk about the used uh, here because honestly some of the best concerts I've ever been to have been the used – um andy have you been to a used concert with me i went to go see no. used at the strand and it was the used taking back sunday the presidents of the united states of america Straylight run and monty ri probably one so of the best lineups like, in the history of the world was it like barack obama and like <laughs> no it was lump and something Peaches. about postmen i'm not a concert goer i have sensitive ears so um, they have earplugs, you know. Caitlin, you were at that show? Nice. That was a great show. I went with a friend of mine. I think it was Steve. I'm not friends with him anymore, but it was a good show. Um, Andy, you and I went to a show not too long after that at Lupo's as well. We went to Fort Minor. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Fort Minor and like Frosty the Bear or something like that. Can't remember his name. Uh, little, I think Little Brother was there. Little Brother. Uh, that was. <laughs> I keep thinking Brother Bear. <laughs> little Brother? <laughs> That's how I got there. Homestar Runner? Little Brother. Little brother, brother the bear, Frosty the, the bear. bear. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, honestly, great show though. The used Taken Back Sunday. Straylight Runs one of my favorites too. I'm not sure how they're not on this, but literally yeah. existentialism on prom night is the name of their song. How are they not yeah. on this list? I don't know. This used album is one of those ones that I still listen to. <clears throat> oh, so good. So um, good. I don't know how we got to Straylight Run from his other band further seems forever which was like a straight edge hardcore band wait hold up are you saying the guy from straight run was from further seems forever because i thought he was the dude from take back sunday uh i think it was both really i, I think I, i'm pretty I'm sure up. yeah because uh, i like further seems forever as well i think so wouldn't be surprised yeah. um hmm. let's see i don't Unless know right I'm... now i'm seeing the straight run is the guy uh john nolan from take back sunday but mm -hmm. I'm gonna. Look. I don't see anything about. Maybe I got the. Maybe I got the. the bands. But anyways, hey, they're yeah, they're an awesome continue. band. But uh, the used, like you were saying, that first album, man. Uh, Dean again got me into that. Um, but that's that first album with uh, on my own. That kind of acoustic album where he, that acoustic yeah. song where he screams at the end. Yeah. Um, poetic tragedy, which has like the highest pitch screaming I've ever heard. Um, but yeah. Yeah, on my own is a really good, really great track. That's a great song. We used to yell that in the car so yes. much. <laughs> yes, you guys definitely did. Yeah. Oh, um, well, well the here we are. I kind of knew what they were going to be. Uh, if I'm a little surprised Under Oath made it this far. I do like Under Oath, but you? I thought it was going to be more are, like Take Him Back Sunday. Because you, you guys are like, that's all you've said this entire time. I mean, Under Oath's great, but like I thought the used would be here or or um, you, you Take Him Back it. Sunday. <clears throat> Well, they can't be. Anyway. I do have to point out that our our even though this bracket is randomized, it seemed like the right hand side of the bracket was way more emo than the left hand side. That might be true. That might be true. I, yeah. You know, usually, usually Except when I randomize it, it turns out pretty well. But like this one was very heavy on the right side. I think uh, we got rid of a lot of a lot Maybe of Randy Miser knew. Maybe, yeah. but here we are. Boy brushed in red, living in black and white versus walls. That's under oath. Versus Emery again, Battle of the Semi Christians. Um, That's right. 
here we are. Uh, Emery, uh, I'm going to start with Emery just because I like them a lot. Um, Emery is is got something for everyone. They do the screamo thing. They do the hardcore thing. They do acoustic. They do some like acoustic country stuff. They got piano led music. Um, they do different versions of multiple songs. They've been around mm -hmm. since 2001 or three. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, Walls being their first big hit. Um, but they the do new some record, covers. Um, was recorded live. Which yes, and it's so awesome. good. Rub some oh dirt God. on it. Oh man. Yes. So um, they also are on the Punk Goes albums where they do a cover of uh, an 80s and 90s songs. Uh, mm -hmm. Toad the Wet Sprocket, uh, one of the better songs uh, on those Punk Goes albums. But man, and they also have a podcast out there, uh, Bad Christian, uh, the Bad Christian podcast, um, which is super cool. I actually went down to Nashville to see them uh, do the Bad Christian conference, which was pretty sweet. Uh, and it also had the return of As Cities Burn um along with uh, some band. other really cool bands uh, derek minor was there a nashville rapper um and king's kaleidoscope uh, which was pretty cool too uh anything to say about emory before we move on uh, to under us are, are you listening we write a thousand Art. pages they're torn and on the floor Look, man, uh, honest, their hey, lyrics that, are super emo, okay? That album also might be one of my favorite albums of all time. I mean, from start to finish, the whole thing is amazing. I think it was uh, somebody. Yeah. Um, well, the question's good, but I, I still, I think Walls uh, or whatever that uh, The Week's End <clears throat> might be my favorite album from them um, from top to bottom. The Secret, one of the best songs. So good. They're all well, good RJ, songs. I have a question for you. Yes. Can you can you feel your heartbeat racing? Can you taste the fear in her sweat? You've done this wrong. It's too far gone. These sheets tell of regret. I admit that I'm just a fool for you. I'm just a fool for you. <laughs> if my kids weren't sleeping upstairs, I'd scream that. So. There's a lot of swinging of guitars. Uh... There was snow in that video. Man, what which, which one are we talking about? <laughs> I feel like Under there's snow in Under Oath. Oh, yeah. He was in there. That's awesome. Yeah, Informa was in the video. <laughs> uh, Under Oath, as you, as you said, Under Oath actually originally started with um, Dallas Taylor, mm -hmm. who then went on to do um, Mainly in the Sons, the Sons of, Disaster, of Disaster. And they're coming back so this year. I heard that. Uh, and yes. Aaron Gillespie also did The Almost, the Almost. which is a great, uh, great one, too. Aaron Gillespie also has two albums on his own, which is more of the hard rock worship uh, type stuff. Um, but the, the Cat's Almost like, is... oh, yeah? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I think that's my baby, actually. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, nope, that's my cat. <laughs> that's, that's I can't hear. I have these things in my ears. Or... I can't hear. I can only hear what's coming through the mic. <laughs> All right, well, hey, here we are. Under Oath versus Emery. Top emo song of all time, A Boy Brushed Red, Living in Black and White versus Walls. Where are we? All right. Since Andy I voted, I voted for neither of these songs. Yeah. Throughout. Actually, no, I'm sorry. I did vote for Walls against Cute Without the E. Um, I did not know these songs prior to coming into this list. Um, but I, I favor walls. That's my pick. Wow. Uh, you kind of just took the, the fire out. Cause I think all three of us are going with that, <laughs> or at least I am walls. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I think it's going to be a clean sweep here. All right. And that's only because, um, Emery's just the overall better band in my opinion. Um, Emery still 
comes out with albums that I love. Under Us still doing their thing. Don't get me wrong, but um, yeah. Uh, by the way, Andy, you said yeah. you heard Walls, but go and listen to Walls Acoustic. Super good. Um, yeah. They actually don't do the screaming. They do harmony, vocal harmonies, layered. So Self harmony. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, well, they do. Uh, they do. They do three vocalists. Well, sometimes four because they have they have Toby. And they have uh, Matt will sing. Uh, Devin does oh, the harmonies. Right. Josh right. Uh, screams and sings. So they actually do four-part singing, which... Also, by the way, if you haven't heard it, um, Toby has a band called uh, Toby and Matt, uh, which mm -hmm. came out with two albums. It's all acoustic stuff. Super good. And then uh, Devin Shelton came out with uh, an album or two as well. And there's a it's a kind of a concept album of um a person getting cancer and and going through that um and it's super good um and he also has like an r&b group called divinity divinity or something like that divinely i can't remember that's uh, but it's super good he has such a cool r&b voice uh, which is really cool um so yeah so i'm not surprised uh, i don't think andy is either he seems a little upset about this but he's been upset Emory. this whole time he's very emo that's, how that's I true mean uh every <laughs> walls that's it man hey let's talk about um a lot of the bands that didn't make it we didn't have brand new i know that doesn't seem right yeah brand new is not on here i forgot to put scary kids scaring kids on my list oh, they're very me emo. too yeah me too. i think I one of those guys died the singer died um yeah, they super sad they just released or they're about to release a new record uh where they have a guest vocalist for every song Oh, okay. Um, it's cool mod, and weird. The the current, uh, I don't know if you would call him emo, rap, rock, whatever, uh, that guy, Mod Son. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, he, Avril Lavigne's uh, boyfriend, I think. Yeah, so he was the drummer for Scary Kids, Scaring Kids before oh. he became Mod Son. Uh, but he took over vocal duties when they released a single uh, that was sort of an in-memoriam to the uh, previous vocalist. I can't remember his name. Um, so yeah, they're, they're still around, uh, by the way, I, and I know people are going to throw out a bunch of stuff that we missed. I think we're going to, I, I would like to do this again, uh, and come up with a whole nother batch because there's so many, uh, Mike, any other ones that you would have added in? Um, I'm trying to pull up my list. Uh, oh, well, why just... you do, uh, Coheed yeah. and friggin' Cambria don't know why they weren't on I here. I don't consider them emo though. What? They are super emo. I mean, they're like they're like progressive rock. I mean, yes, but a favorite house Atlantic and like uh, wake up and just some really good songs. But uh, Coheed and Cambria, I, I agree. Brand new boys like girls uh, Anne Berlin. Um, oh, uh, cursive from, <clears throat> from first to last. Uh, I don't know if I know them, actually. Senses um, fail. Dead poetic. Uh, Finch uh, is another one. Uh, Hello. Goodbye. Super good. Um, Panic at the Disco, Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, Say Anything, Secondhand Serenade, um, even Simple Plan, I'll give it to them. Uh, wow, something man. Corporate, Piano Rock, um, Stray Light Run, uh, and then Thursday for me, for sure. Thursday. Yeah. yeah. Thursday's the, way emo. I'm surprised we didn't put the Atari's Boys of Summer on, on here. Yeah, the Ataris. The Ataris were good. They again, there were like three or four songs I really like from them. But um, I, I also had uh, Miss Murder from AFI. It's a song mm -hmm. that's yeah. not on 
That's on the December Underground album. Yeah. Um, there's another song that I've always loved. They're, they're a little bit more punk, but they're called Unwritten Law. It's called it's a song called Seeing Red. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah. If you've ever heard that, I love that song. It's a good one. Um, My Chemical Romance, Welcome to the Black Parade. Um, I feel I like that one better than I'm Not Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I had a bunch of Simple Plan songs on here too. Hoobastank. Hoobastank. Yes. That's a callback. Everyone, yeah. <laughs> um, the sweetness, sweetness for Jimmy Eat World, too. Another, another great song. So, dashboard confessional, yeah, dashboard confessional, yeah. There's a bunch. Oh, yeah, probably mm-hmm. do a, a remix of this one. All right, yeah, well, hey, you guys have to wear the, the eyeliner next time. Maybe that's maybe that's the <laughs> guy should... I was thinking of that was in the hardcore band. Vote, do you think I should wear this more often? I, I want to see no. That. No, I vote. <clears throat> I vote no. That, that was shot down. Right um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I appreciate everyone joining us on a Friday night. It looks like a good amount of you came back uh, to join us on Friday. So thank you. Either you really love us or you really had nothing to do tonight. So um, it's just Friday night. <laughs> um, but huge thank you to everyone who joined us tonight. Uh, we are uh, coming back next week, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be uh, the best acting uh by a musician so best acting by a musician next week we hope you join us next thursday um and uh yeah thank you guys for for joining us tonight anything else to say guys don't be uh sad um you know just because this was an emo episode if you're gonna go listen to music be happy um you know we told everyone to go listen to these songs so don't get sad about it they're good songs too and go listen to a lot of emery yeah just listen to emory actually i mean just try your best try everything you can don't you worry are you doing more uh, (laughs) (laughs) oh and also remember our podcast is not available and 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 next week april 1st yes rj and i have a new single coming out on all streaming platforms called the first time and then there's not one not two three remixes to that song so actually we have four songs coming out the four horsemen this is a mix of <laughs> screamo i say kind of like electronic type and some hip-hop in there too there may or may not be a guest vocalist on the track well i guess you guys will find out i think we'll have a sneak preview next week um for the for you guys who like under oath this is going to be right up your alley i like under oath yeah, well, you'll like me. <laughs> I hey, I will tell you, this is actually the longest uh, we've ever worked on a song. This came, this started a year and well, actually two started ago. 2007. That's true. The <laughs> lyrics are from 2007. Yeah, uh, lyrics are from 2007, and we actually started working on this together in January of 2021, um, and we finally finished it uh, just two weeks ago or three weeks ago. Um, and we're following that up with uh, hopefully a couple other songs. We've got another one coming out mid mid April, um, and then I am still trying to convince uh, Andy to let me uh, release my rap song. Um, so we will see. <laughs> we'll, we'll get it done. We gotta. <laughs> um, but hey, uh, thank you for joining us, and uh, we'll see you guys next week for another episode of Udabia. Hello, you didn't ask for it, but here we are anyway. Welcome to Udabia. Hello. 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 Udabia.
You dab me, 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 you dab me,